Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast, your favorite weekly games podcast. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me this week, as with last week, and probably next week, is Jeremy Braditich. Hello. I'm What's here. up, Jeremy? Kerry. In T minus. Ooh. <laughs> um, I'm, sure, I'm actually not sure how many hours away. At some, <laughs> at some point, at some point between this recording. And this going live, it will be the end of uh, a game that I've been playing for quite a while now. It will be the end of Marvel Snap. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Apex Legends Mobile. Oh no! It's coming to an end. Yeah, I saw you post a screenshot of a game that you played the other day, and I was like, "Oh, I thought that was dead." Yeah, no. I guess we haven't hit the date yet today. The first of May, America time. Oh. Um, Marvel Snap will indeed be shut down today. You said Marvel Snap. So I Marvel Snap. <laughs> Apex Legends Mobile will indeed be shut down today. Um, that is very sad. I mean, look. <laughs> it was, <laughs> oh, maybe it's not. Look, y- yes, in the sense that it didn't work, and that's and that's a shame. It it was it was it was pretty good. I think it was pretty good. It had all of the maps. All of them. All of them. They added them in by the end. All of them. Broken Moon. Yep. Oh, uh, I no. Sorry, not that one. That's the only one. Okay. Um, that that is that is too recent. Um, they they split off. They they branched right. They brand. They went their own. They went their own direction. Um, my Fleetwood Mac. Yes. Uh. Yeah. My own way. Um. They can go your own direction. Yeah. Um. They had uh, different characters. Um, they, that was cool. They had different they had, like, game modes. Character. They had team deathmatch, and it was better on the mobile than it was on the PC. <laughs> um, they had more arenas maps, I want to say, than than mm. they had arenas. And now Apex doesn't have arenas anymore. Um, yep. Uh, they they did pretty fucking well. They made their own changes to maps based on what they wanted. They added they had a Kings Canyon back like a week ago, and oh. there was there was an entire section that was different. Oh man, I want that. They they were they we were keeping that going. They were really keeping that going. The thing is, I don't know anyone, including myself or my friend Ollie, who was playing it with me, who paid that game any money. Yeah, no money was coming in. I don't think. Let alone playing the game. Yeah, like like it it had a player base. I don't know how big it was, but we always yeah. found games. They it, like they had bots. The, they did have bots, but once you got over the hump of like you're now good at the game, they fill you up. They fill up your lobbies with real players. Mm, um, Fortnite conundrum. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So there were less and less bots as you played more and more. Mm. Um, but yeah, Apex Legend, pour one out. Apex Legend Mobile, pour one out. Yeah, that's sad. We um we played some we played some uh, Apex this week. First time in Yonks, and it was it, it like the game's the game's good. I just I just don't have the drive to play something that's that demanding on my phone. You know yeah, I mean? like this, this was a novelty because we have an hour for lunch every day, and so we would go yeah. get coffee, get food, and we'd get like a game in. And the the novelty on Apex Mobile was that you can get like thirty kills as you, like in your team. Yeah, like you know the moment that that wasn't the case it probably wouldn't have been as like as much of a novelty yep um but yeah 
Oh, well, that is very sad. I uh, have. Did, did you get enough games in this last week to to send it off? Do you think? Uh, we got, we got one in today. Last week, I had the worst game possible. Like I died four <laughs> times, which was like inconceivable in this game. Yeah. Um, but we just got absolutely stomped on. Um, today we won handily. Yeah. Oh well, goodbye Apex Mobile. We'll we'll never know the impact you could have had. We'll never know the impact you had. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have an impact? We'll never know. Yeah. Uh well, that's enough about Apex. We are here to talk about Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Finally, I've been dying to talk about this game. Like you remember, there was a couple of weeks ago where I played like eight games for the show, and then there was last week where I had nothing to talk about because I couldn't talk about Jedi, and I want to talk about it. So we're going to do that. We're also going to talk about DreamHack, because Jeremy's been there this week, uh, this weekend. Uh, and that you'll hear all about that after the intro. Hey, here's the intro to the show. This is the Minimapcast. Uh, this is minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast. Uh, the Minimapcast goes live on all podcast platforms every Wednesday, uh, with 24 hours of early access given to all of our wonderful patrons. More on that in a second. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to tell your friends and give the show a positive rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps out a lot, makes a huge difference, and it only takes a couple of seconds. Uh, if you'd like to get notified every time a new episode is released, make sure to follow us on social media. We are at MinimapAU uh, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and also Twitch, where we are live every Monday night, where we're currently live right now. Uh, 6.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time for the live recording of the Minimap cast. Uh, you can come hang out and chat before and after and during. We were just talking to someone just then who's, who popped in. Alex is in the chat. Uh, so, yeah, it's a good time. If you've got the time to be there when uh, Monday after evenings, we'd love to see you there. Uh, if you, We also wanted to say, pardon me, we also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. And finally, Minimap is completely independent and funded almost entirely out of our own pockets. To help keep the lights and mics on, you can support us by becoming one of our patrons. For only $5 a month, you get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the Minimap cast. Uh, as well as uh, our post shows. They go up there, recorded, so you can watch them after the fact. Last week was great. What did we do last week in the post show? We, we had like four things we stacked so, so, up. So many things. You spoke about Mandalorian. We, we spoke about Star Wars forever for the second time in a row. Yeah, we, uh, uh, we, yeah, we did the, your Pokemon guide. Yeah, um, I, I read I read the Pokemon Platinum Guide like it was a book in primary school, like over my shoulder <laughs> for the I, webcam. I, 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 I did the pros and cons of the death of Elon Musk. Um, that's right and i don't remember what the other one was me either me yeah. either it was a jam-packed post show so that's all up on patreon we're also doing this week we've scheduled in a uh jeremy and i are going to do a, an e3 conference live reaction except it's not live it's for a conference from like 14 years ago we're just gonna throw it on and then like laugh at it and talk about the context and be and talk about how things changed and talk about how we wish they went back to some things it's gonna be fun uh, we we picked like a like an early to mid PS3 era Sony conference. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't remember a specific one. Yeah, but. I can't remember the year, but it'll be like around 2008 ish. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that'll that'll be fun. I hope you're ready for men in suits talking on a stage. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can find that on our Patreon. A little bonus bit of content there uh, on Patreon.com slash minimapau 
if you wanted to help us out, get that extra content. And remember, it's cheaper and cheaper and cheaper than a latte with oat milk. Uh, Before so, we get into it. Yeah. I'm, I know you want to. Okay. But I, what I, are you going to do? I need like, I need two minutes or three minutes. You need to go to the toilet or something? No, or something? no, 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 no. I, I, I have a, I have like a, like a burning desire in me just to talk about Waypoint for like three minutes. Oh yeah, well yeah, we could talk about Waypoint because because I, I have a story that I that I, I I don't know if I don't I don't even know if you know I, I don't think I knew this until I thought about it until like a little bit okay. later. Um, well, for those who aren't aware of the context, Waypoint, which used to be Vice Games, which also then became Waypoint and then became Vice Games again. Uh, is officially shutting down June 2nd, which is, uh, that's the team over there with, with uh, Patrick Klepik and uh, Cardo and had a whole bunch of good industry people go through there. Jeremy's a big fan. You know, people from knowing that show, like you've made friends over Waypoint. Yeah, and- friend, friend of the show Byron became friend of the show because them and I bonded over Waypoint, right? Like it, yeah. was, it was a whole thing. And like you listened to Waypoint like I listened to kind of funny. Like that's, 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 your, mm. that's your gig. So like, yeah, so, so I'm just going to wind it back a bit. It was like, I think Waypoint started in like 2015 or so, I think is around when it, when it started, it came about. I think it was 2016. I heard this week when people were right. reading right. obituaries. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and like the, that, that tracks in my mind. So yeah, it was 2016. And I remember like when I got announced, I was like, oh, like, that's cool. I know Vice, they're the, they're the weed journalists, right? <laughs> um, weed? At, yeah. And I was like, oh, like, that's cool. They're, they're putting together a gaming division. That's kind of neat. And then I saw it was uh, Austin who uh, went from Giant Bomb to Waypoint. Um, right. And what's, what's Austin doing now? Now he works for a game studio. I'm not too sure. Um, uh, and and Klepik, who had previously worked for um, for Giant Bomb, who then went over to I think he was in Kotaku in between, and then went over to to Waypoint. Um, I remember when like they were they announced that that they were doing things. I was like, oh, that's really cool. So I followed them um, from basically from the start, and like sort of like kept tabs here and there. And then I remember uh, we were at university in 2016, studying to be game developers. Yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah. This, this is how far back this is. And was. look where we are now. I know, right? And I remember they did an episode um, of their podcast, Waypoint Radio, um, the week or the week or days after the 2016 election, when mm. when Trump um, won over Hillary Clinton, and the whole country and a lot of the like like a lot of the world was reeling from that election just like what the fuck just happened um mm. and they dedicated like like basically an entire episode to just kind of talk about it talk about yeah. feelings and talk about anger and talking about displacement and talking about like not understanding um and sort of where it goes from there and i remember like on that would the, have been such a smart conversation. <laughs> it, it, like, it really was. It really, really was. It probably made your brain bigger. Like, it, it, it did, right? And that was the thing, because I remember, like, listening to this thing going, like, this is, like, like, a games thing. Like, this is a games podcast. And they're just talking about this thing that's happened for the entire time. And they're talking about, you know, like, making sure you stay energized and making sure that you continue to protest and go to rallies and, and be a part of your, like, local political communities and all of that stuff, right? And I remember, like, like, like this is a video games podcast, but they're like they've got this. 
Like they they really got this. I remember thinking like, how do they, how do they do that? <laughs> it's funny. I was just about to say that's what people get from us when they get the start of our podcast and we don't talk about video games. <laughs> yeah. Except no one says they've got this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't say it. Yeah, yeah. They they have a very firm grasp on everything that's going on, and we've got like a ta- tangential idea of about a lot of things, but not everything. Um. Uh. Yeah, and I remember like following them from that moment much stronger because it was like a full-on like yeah like this is how you how you can and like they were relating that as well they were relating that to games in terms of like stuff like gamergate and stuff like you know toxicity Mm -hmm. across player bases and online communities and and you know places like reddit and 4chan all that stuff that where like gaming is extremely popular like it's all it's all one big thing and I remember, like, that was kind of actually the moment where I was like, like, I want to do that. And I, like, I, I uh, not physically, but in my mind, I pointed <laughs> to them and I was like, how do I, like, how do I do that? Yeah. And that was when I started to get more involved in some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I just have a, I've, a, I can remember the night. Like it was, it was, wow. it was kind of cool. I like, I remember like hopping on the train and I remember kind of just like really weirdly like having a like, oh, right. Like people can do this and it's not, you know, kind of, I guess just like, it's not just games and it's never sort of just being games. Um, yeah. It can also be something aside from like, just playing to the rules of the publishers and well, yeah, yeah, but and like being like glorified publicity machines, like yeah, and and you know also things like you know like it's about people and spaces and community and and understanding and and you know like the like I've noticed this thing lately that whenever like just to quickly related to another topic, whenever you and I talk about like comparing the Mandalorian to Andor, right? The thing that I've I've started that I've I've noticed that I always say is like I scream as loud as I can that Andor is about people, um, yeah, and and it's like a it's because like actually everything is to the point that when it's not I don't think it's like really any good or not, okay, um, and like I sort of I I noticed that with Waypoint as well it was always about the people right like a lot of their a lot of their coverage was so focused around crunch and culture and and labor in the workforce um which is devs yeah 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 and it's and it's it's always been about that stuff because all of that stuff is always about people because like cultural reporting is about people um and seeing them go is a blow for the industry it is a blow for video games a blow for critique Um, do you think for you jeremy it would be too far to say it is a blow for culture like I think it is, it is a blow for for critiquing culture. Yeah, like like as as a whole, Waypoint made everything better. Mm. Um, they they left the industry better than how they found it. Um, and it is it is a complete shame that that it is it is gone the way it is, which is just nothing but like you know a company looking at that going, I don't really know what that is, and I don't really understand it. The week. Yeah. The week before the Legend of Zelda, the new one comes out. Yeah. Can you imagine you are an executive of Vice? Sure. An executive of Vice, right? You have a game like Zelda coming out. Yeah. And... and (laughs) Fucking Game of the Generation, the sequel. (laughs) Yeah. And three weeks later, you have no one to report on it. 
Yeah. Like that game is not got a tail that is going to be, you know, one month. It's got a tail that's going to be until the end of the year. Yeah. Like that's what those games are. Like famously, there's like a handful of games that if you write about for a publication above a certain size, that article will just make money. That's like Minecraft, Roblox, Fortnite, Skyrim. Like those ones always do money. Skyrim still. I'm sure Breath of the Wild is probably up there, right? People will always want to know more about that. And the thing that's blowing my mind with Breath of the Wild, you know, GameSpot series of like things you didn't know about Breath of the Wild? Yeah. Like they've been doing that once every month for two or three years Mm -hmm. straight. Yep. And they started that four years after the game came out. Yep. Like, like when, 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 like there's a handful of games that, um, that people can be employed to report on specifically. Like those games yeah. are like a lot of live service games. Destiny. Like, yeah, Destiny, Warframe, kind of. World of Warcraft is one. Final Fantasy is another. Yeah, the that's online another, one. Yeah. yeah, like and like there, there's a there's a bunch of those games that will exist as basically like I can just report on this, and it's like being a, it's like being a. Like a, like a football reporter. Like I don't yeah, report on yeah, any yeah, other yeah, sport, yeah. but I report on this specific one, and I'm really good at it. Yeah. Um, you know, Breath of the Wild. You could you could probably do that. Yeah, may, maybe not forever because it's not a service game. Not but forever. Yeah, no, you could do it four months. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like there's literally like you know there's I'm just gonna read a tweet here from Patrick Klepek from seven hours ago. Waypoint was profitable for a long time. The company bragged about having a subscription business with a steady income. The company stopped bragging when we did too well right out of the gate and they didn't like the lack of growth. Being profitable wasn't enough. And, you know, they ended every single one of their podcasts with the phrase, fuck capitalism, go home. That started with Austin. That was just the phrase of how they all felt every single day. And it is like go home as in like stop working for the man or as in just like 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 in a way yes it is it is more of a like you know fuck this shit like don't play ball huh. um never been truer when cap than than after capitalism has fucked them uh, yeah 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 it's sad love that place yeah I I. I haven't listened to much of their content. I listened to a couple of random ones here and there, but I did, I listened to their like four and a half hour Last of Us 2 review. Yeah. And like, that made my brain bigger. It, like it, that was, that was like, what, the... a, what a piece of like criticism. Like mm-hmm. it's like literary criticism. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. The, the connections that these people can make, the 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 wealth of knowledge that they can pull from to to make those connections they're talking about history they're talking about politics they're talking about like like people's politics and what that means for different like cultures and and um different uh nationalities like it's for for a zombie game like it's amazing the, the the kinds of things they could speak to. The, the, there was a moment I remember, like it was like a giant bomb at night thing at E3 when when they had you know journalists rotating in and out. And I remember once um, there was a moment where like 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 Jeff being the host would always be like, hey, like you know like what like you know what are you looking forward to at E3? What you what you doing? All that stuff. Like what are your plans? And you know the the answer was usually like oh yeah like like I'm I'm you know I'm going to previews and doing events and I'm oh, excited to see cyberpunk yeah and, all that stuff right yeah. 
And I remember the answer Austin gave, which was like, yeah, like we're sort of here with kind of like a single vision for this E3, which is we're going to go up to every single developer and just ask them about crunch and what their workplace is like and what are they doing. And I remember like just like the bucket of like cold water that poured on my face of like, like you're doing that at E3 as, yeah. as the EIC for this publication as the unified vision of a publication. Yeah. I don't know any other outlet that was doing anything close to that. Obviously there are still reporters that have, that have been and still report on stuff like that. Not but at E3 though. Like, like very, very rarely at E3. And like you couldn't, you couldn't say to someone that, Hey, instead of us covering that Keanu Reeves was on stage and we maybe got to interview him, we are going to talk to whatever like art director or like, like junior level designer who's there to help get the, the and, build running and, and it like on the floor. And it wasn't even like, it wasn't even, you know, a, a, it wasn't even a uh, personal thing of like, yeah, like, like Rob's doing labor reporting, Patrick's doing newsbeat, what, whatever. Right. Mm. It was like, like as a publication, that's what we're doing. Yeah. This is yeah. like the single unified voice that, that waypoint has that is going to, in the end, make everyone's lives better yeah it's amazing yeah yeah like it that, that just doesn't exist no and it's about to exist even less yes uh which is very sad we don't know what we don't know what or if they're doing anything after this right like you I, I, you were I saying that it. maybe klepik's moving on to do something else yeah like he's in the past said that he that you know he's probably not going to be in this in in this gig forever yeah. um and uh, this is the kind of thing that lets people like choose know, to go their own different direction right and it's yeah. like you know the 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 games media industry has in in at least the journalism space has never had less volatility than it does right now man this uh, year's been disgusting it's awful and you know like he's got kids now like you know he's got to, he's got to think about what he needs to do um, so if he wants to get out of that gig, I don't think anyone's going to look at him saying like, what are you doing? It's going to be like, yeah, no. you fucking need, you need money to come in. So you have two children that can continue to eat. Right. Like it's. Maybe he should get hired by Ubisoft to put politics into their games. <laughs> no, they're not interested in that. <laughs> Remember? They don't, they don't... Yeah. Well, maybe they can look at the last three years of them circling the drain and they can figure out if they've got room in their business model. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's sad. Well, um, I'm sure we'll talk more about it when it gets closer to June second when they when they leave yeah. this industry. Um, yeah. On a on a completely different topic, you want to talk about Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Star Wars. Um, so we've both been playing uh Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I found out today that. Jeremy and I basically ended our games in the same like amount of like story progress completion <laughs> last night, which is very distressing because I've been playing this game for like nearly two weeks and Jeremy's had it for like 72 hours. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he was at a conference since yeah, Friday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you were partying like on Saturday night. Like I'm, I'm sitting here just reeling from the like, oh, whoa. <laughs> Uh, but it's very funny. It means we can talk to a lot of the same things, which is good. Mm, yeah. Um, I really like this game a lot. I was listening to a podcast while I was uh, organizing dinner before, 
and they were talking about Horizon. And I started thinking about how I feel about Horizon and its open world in comparison to Jedi Survivor and its open world or open uh, open world some worlds some yeah. well, some of its open worlds wide levels i think is how i actually like would probably describe it yeah kobo is quite large yeah it it's very, very wide open. yeah um and then some of the other planets are quite linear so yeah it's 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 funny it's a it's yeah it I, feels I, I, weird because it, it look it, there's it, more than one world <laughs> yeah but it's not an open world because you can only get to any like nearly all of the points you can only get to via one track like it's not like you it's not like the it's not like it's a big circle that you can walk around in and visit where you want it's like it's so, an open it's a it's an open world in the same way that metroid is kind of open in that you need upgrades to progress yeah which is not an open world. No, it's, it's it's just not an open world. We went, we did a whole Zelda conversation about this. It's not open no. world. I'll I'll take open worlds <laughs> as distinct from open world. No, and the levels. Just no, but Kobo's not. Kobo's big. And Jetta. Yeah, they're big. It's not an open world. They're levels. You can't get from one side of the map to the other via wherever you want. You got to take the path. It's not an open world. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> hmm. You can't go... Like, if there's locations 1, 2, and 3, and 4, you can't get to 4 from 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right, you've won me over. Yeah. With its open level design. Yeah. It's wide levels. Yeah. And, like, but, you know, they've got, they've got side quests and they've got, like... Yeah areas for you to go back to and like legendary beasts to defeat and um you can go back with different abilities and stuff like that and i was thinking about how i wish that i enjoyed horizons gameplay as much as i enjoyed star wars like i feel like specifically uh jedi survivors um because i feel like that's the thing that's missing for me to really love Horizon. Like, I love the the story and the setting and the world. Uh, I like the characters and, and all of that. But I just don't like traversing or combat in that game that much. Like, it's fine for me. Yeah. Whereas in Star Wars, so far for me, I have felt like I'm just ready to do anything. I just want to be in that world. I just want to be in that place. And it's, it's a very similar feeling to me as Assassin's Creed 2, where it's just like, I just want to do all the things there is to do because I enjoy just being in this world, doing doing all of the actions that are available to me in this world. Yeah, like I think, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of how many hours I put into it. It's probably, I'm probably sitting at about, 12-ish hours maybe maybe 13 um yeah. and yeah like i think the 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 world like it it, give, it it's got more character than a game like horizon because yeah like it is like linear-esque right it is it is it is pathways mm. and it is it is wrapping pathways not unlike a, a dark souls-esque type game um but like yeah like and i think that they have they have like looked at I'm, like it's hard to say how much they've looked at Elden Ring, considering Elden Ring has been out for relatively not that long. But like yeah. the, the wide open areas of 
Jedi survivor do feel like Elden Ring zones um, where yeah. you're sort of going around and, and th- there's a, there's a few paths you can sort of take and, and areas to lead you and there's sort of roaming enemies that sort of just like hang out and respawn when you when you rest at a bonfire. Even um, down to the like when they like reveal the world to you, it's like looking at Limgrave for the first time or Leonia. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, like I think the the the, the combat is 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 much better than it was in in um, Fallen Order. I think I, I, th- <laughs> I think I just don't really like this style of game that much. Which is yeah, fun- uh, Jeremy. I'm fascinated to hear what you think about this game like, because yeah, I'm like, playing it and I'm like, oh, I think this is it's fairly similar to the first it, one. It, it, it's it's a, it's a sequel to the first game, right? And like, yeah. wh- why wouldn't it be that that game did very well and critically was was pretty good? Um, yeah. I, like I think that you know, I'm at 25 hours. Right, right. Um, I th- I think this game like has uh not improved on the stuff that I wanted it to improve from the first. Um almost at all um some like some of the characters i think are better and some of them i still like i'm just not like i just don't gel with a lot of this cast i think they just don't have a whole lot of characterization just yet and and that's important because that has for the majority of the game that we have played so far that has been the like point of the game yeah yeah like the the, characters. there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff riding on these characters actions in between the two games reactions to where they are you know them sort of your history with them from the first game yeah and like i think a lot of it like maybe maybe my biggest issue is just like i just cannot enjoy calcestis almost like at all (laughs) and everything in this game is in service to him and when he fails the like it's he's the he's the bottom card of a of a of a a house of cards that is that is sort of falling uh-huh, um, uh-huh. The singular bottom card in a house of cards. You know how that works. Um, yeah, he's may- the bottom. Maybe I couldn't have picked a worse analogy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I couldn't have picked a worse analogy. Um, and, and like, there is stuff to enjoy more in this game um, that that I am enjoying more. I think that the, like the world overall looks better. Um, I think that the they're nicer to be in too than the than the other worlds. Like yeah, like Zepho was so like gray and like oppressive to be in in that first planet. Like all of those planets felt lonely in the first game. I, I didn't and love I... being in Kashyyyk. I didn't really love being on yeah. Dathomir. Like yeah. there was no, there wasn't a whole lot of enjoyment. And I think because like for the most part, that like you you weren't really visiting civilization much in no. that first game. It was always it was always abandoned or, or derelict planets. Um, or a or a imperial base. Yeah, yeah, and and in this, there's at least a bit more like lived in Star Wars. Like you know, like when we talk about Star Wars, what are we talking about, Curry? We're talking about freaky little guys. You know, they're a little. They're the, <laughs> we're talking about glup shit. We're, we're talking about little freaks, and this game has got little freaks, um, which is good. But it's just, it's not it. There's a lot of moving cogs that are all individually actually pretty good, but they're not actually in sync for me yet. Um, they're all kind of spinning as they're trying to find the right speed to spin at. Mm. Um, yeah, like the 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 combat in this is the combat from the first game made better. It it reminds me of you know the jump from Horizon Zero Dawn to Forbidden West, which is like yeah. you know if you enjoy the combat in this one, you will like it in this because it is that but better. If you didn't like yeah. it in the first one, you probably won't in this because it is exact. It is more of that. It's not literally the same, but also 
it's not different. Yeah, it, it's it's not. Um, I think that the, there's there's more overall abilities in this, which is at least allowing me to sort of have a bit more like say in what goes on. But there are so many. I have. I, I just keep bumping stuff in this game that feels. It feels like a mistake, and it's not. And I. And it, which means it's a, it's a decision that continues to baffle me. Right, like the, <laughs> the 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 I'm gonna bring it up before I'm gonna bring it up again. Me getting a health stim should never be a thing that I can directly interrupt unless I'm moving something out of the way. It is such a the the issue of me getting a health stim. Cal saying, "Hey, BD, give me a stim." Mm. The beginning of the animation, maybe, you know, mm. like I'm not sure at what point the cutoff will will kick in, but. Mm the fact that I continuously think I have more health than what I actually do because it doesn't make it all the way there because yep. either I interrupt it or someone else interrupts it after I think it's already been confirmed. I think maybe the issue is the voice and the feedback that I'm getting. I'm not getting the feedback to say that it hasn't actually happened, right? I'm not getting the feedback or at least- Oh, I'm, maybe maybe like, you could do with like a drone noise of like a- Or, or like, like not working or, or something. Or just like, I'm just getting false positives is the thing. I'm getting so many times where I'm being told, yes, you have this thing and it, I'm just not getting it. And it, it, it breaks my brain. And there are, there are so many little things of that scale that I notice that continuously I'm like, I'm getting more and more into it and I'm getting more, into it, more and more into it. And then something pops up and I'm like- fucking jedi fucking star wars game like <laughs> ever, like and it's always that it's always just that just that one final little bit of consideration that i can just never grab and think that it was purely thought out all the way through mm. and like part of that is you know the uh, you know we don't have to go into it that much because it's everyone's already talking about it the performance and and the and the lack of polish on this game is Oh, it's worth us talking about, but yeah. Yeah, but like, it's like, it's not great. It is not in a great spot. No. Digital it's, it's, Foundry it's putting out their stuff. Yeah. I was playing pre-day one patch and it was worse. Um, that said, it seems like the PlayStation 5 is the best place to play, uh, which is what I'm playing on. Um, you were talking to me, you're playing on an Xbox, yeah? Yeah. Yes, you were talking to me that you're you're not just getting like, you're in performance mode and you're not just getting dips well below 60, which happens so frequently on PS5, but you're getting like hitches, right? Like pauses, like yeah, the and game it's, hangs like, it, briefly. It's like, it's like once an hour, but it's like, it's once an hour. Like, you yeah. know, like, oh, like I noticed that again. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I, I've had that only happen. I feel like I can count that happening on like one hand for me. And I yeah, haven't had hitches. The, um, the jump for from cutscenes going to 30 FPS when I'm hitting when, when the console is trying to hit 60 and gameplay is annoying. Um, things like uh, you know the, the, the clear moments where I'm walking around in water and suddenly everything drops from you know hovering around 55 to sometimes like the high 30s. Um, yeah. The the ray tracing. Um, failing at some point i had this weird ghosting effect in a in a, in a cutscene. oh you know i've seen that ghosting effect a couple of times but not in the cutscene. hideous like dreadful to look <laughs> at like the, yeah. like imagine screen space reflections which are already ugly 
on everything. <laughs> it's like I was on drugs. It was so fucking weird. But just when like certain objects pass over certain materials, right? Oh, for me, it was all around Cal. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. It was it was not good. Um, yeah, I was I was actually watching Digital Foundry today. It's funny they only put up the video today because they didn't, they get, didn't get a code. Yeah, I'm shocked. Um, I mean, look, what, like, it, like if if there was a day one patch going to fix performance stuff, what are they really going to do pre day one? That isn't. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, so yeah, but they were saying the PC. They've put out two videos saying one saying the PC code is not up to uh, it's not up to standard at all. Um, but also that on PS5, the ray tracing that they have in, enabled is the same between quality and uh, performance modes. Yeah, you- and that in fact, mo- almost all of the effects and the the different settings that you can like change and disable on PC are the same between performance and quality mode. The nearly the only difference is the resolution target for uh, the game, but what that means is is that like a lot of effects are being loaded in the performance mode so of course we're not staying at at 60 there's no there's no option to turn ray tracing off it's and, always on and and there's so many like you know the amount of times i'm going into the main base that you've got on on mm. on whatever the planet's called Co- cobalt um cobo cobo and like the ship flies down into like the hangar and as it's flying, all the lights in the base are off and I'm like, what's happened to the base? And it's because they just haven't fucking rendered yet because, and like, I like walk out of the ship and the lights are still coming on as I'm walking around. I'm like, you're calculating the lighting while I'm running around. Like I'm in gameplay. I'm I'm here. We've landed. I'm here. (laughs) And like, look, overall, it doesn't like ruin the game, but like, fuck me. Is it just another thing that I look at this game and I'm just like, fucking jedi fallen game um yeah it, i will say i said this to you and you you disputed it a little bit last night but the game is polished in different ways that the first one wasn't like there was a lot of stuff that was really like loose borderline bad in the last game like the rope mechanics in yeah. the in the first game you used them a lot and they were very inconsistent yeah. Throwing you in directions you didn't want to go. Just or like, like Cal just not grabbing them. You just couldn't catch it. You could hardly see it sometimes. Like in this game, the ropes are thicker. It's way easier to see them. You always grab them when you jump to them. You you basically always jump I, off the way you want to when you get there. Like I don't. Oh, well. I don't. It Does it feel the same as the first game? It, it it feels better. I think only because there are fewer ropes. Because they've yeah, there they, are definitely fewer. Ropes. Because they've opted for grappling hook, which is like overall a better system. Because there's just no well, like there is less room for error. But I'm gonna show you a video that I recorded. Okay. Uh, this is just this is like you know early early middle game. Just Cal jumping around. Oh yeah, what's his second visit to Jeddah? Something like yep. that. Yeah. I haven't um, changed his outfit at it all, Jeremy. No, I have. He looked just like dressed up as Mario. Um, so there's the thing that I. <laughs> you see that Whoa! shit? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Well, oh, that was that I that pr- false pull, and then you grappled onto something instead. Wow. Yes. Um, there's I've had shit like just shit like that. It's tiny annoyances. Yep. That always just they just get in the way. They it's get in the way of me enjoying this game. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Lots of little hurdles. Yeah. I I um 
That reminds me of something that's happened to me three or four times now. And I think it happens with the dual wield stance, the dual blade stance rather than the double. Mm-hmm. Um, where Cal will zip over into an enemy uh, at like with like no moment's notice and kind of like unnaturally, like too far. Like he will zip for no reason. And a lot of the times it ends up in me getting hit because they're attacking and I'm way away because I need a heal or I'm like out of the way. And occasionally he'll just... He'll just be like, zoom, he'll be right there all of a sudden. I'm like, ah, shit. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. There there are those those le- weird little inconsistencies and unevenness. The, the, I think for me, the biggest issue with the performance, um, aside from the couple of crashes I've had, it's, it's, the, it's the disappointing performance mode performance, like the, the lack of 60. Yeah, it might, like, it might as well not occasionally, exist. sure, but it, yeah. it, it's the thing for me is it's like, I'm surprised. I noticed the times where it actually gets to 60. I'm like, oh, this bit. Yeah. There mustn't be anything else loaded behind me. Yeah, like, right, yeah. That's what it feels like. It, it's one it, It's one in every 10 minutes is that moment. And and quality mode can dip down to the teens. <laughs> yeah, it can. It can, which is it's just bad. But that wouldn't bother me as much if the, like, the fidelity of what the image looks like was good to great but it's not it's the the resolution is so soft and so again digital foundry's video today they they did the pixel counting to look at the resolution so performance mode targets 1440p quality mode targets 4k but the underlying image is being upscaled with amd's fsr which is their answer to nvidia videos dlss the thing is though it's not nvidia dlss it's just not quite as good as that yeah and DLSS, while is great, is also like not perfect. It's that's it's, right. It's like an upscaling is still like it's it's AI guessing. Like yes. it leads to noise. It leads to shimmer. It's an imperfect sort of thing as compared to native rendering. But Jeremy, sometimes the image that they are upscaling for the performance mode is less than 720p in native resolution. And they're upscaling it to 1440p, which I'm then looking at on my 4K monitor. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, why does everything look cloudy, like mm. particularly, like like there's particulate around everything. There's there's little bits of Every, bits of gray around Cal's arms whenever he moves. Everything like, is ca- like, everything is cartoon smelly. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Yeah. Or like if you're in a room with lots of detail, like the archive on Jeddah, where there's lots of books on the wall, there's so much fine detail in the distance that it, it literally moves as the FSR like tries to resolve the image. And and these these just solid lines, it's like bookshelves. Yeah. But these solid lines are wavering and shimmering in the distance. Like there's a like there's a heat shimmer, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That that has been the biggest uh, performance bummer for me. So- and I still just want to play this game as much as I possibly can. I might new game plus this. I, I, I was thinking about the structure of this game just to, just to kind of change just yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. The, um, does this game remind you of God of War Ragnarok a bit? <laughs> Jeremy, it really does. It really does, right? Like, Which is fascinating because that game came out five months ago. <laughs> oh yeah, like like there was, there was no way that like that this was decided based on that, but like... No. But even some of the way some of the puzzles and mechanics are made remind me of Ragnarok. Like, um, there's an ability you get for BD where you can sort of draw lines of this Kobo dust matter. 
and then you can ignite it with this certain beam that's in certain levels and that can break these things. I broke so but you, I, you I, end up I, I broke so many puzzles with that. Like that thing like Did the, you? like the puzzles that are on that in that big section they are not quite as robust as I think that they were hoping to be. And so you can like, you can skip a lot. It's, 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 it's quite funny. Like it's, it's kind of neat. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Cause like, there's no, there's no reason to not do it. Cause you can always go back and redo those puzzles correctly. If you miss a collectible somewhere, but yeah. like the, they're like, <laughs> the mechanic is maybe a little bit too robust for the puzzles that are trying to like, ob- yeah. ob- obfuscate, obfuscate the, the, um, the solution. Yeah. So, it's yeah, it's good. It does remind me of Ragnarok a bit, though, where it's like, oh, we go to we go to Svartalfheim, and oh, that's all we can do here for now. But we'll go back to the home base, and oh, something's happened. Let's let's go to Alfheim, and like, oh, something's happened again. We need to go back to Svartalfheim, and it's like, oh, now we have to go to Vanaheim. It's like this is like, oh, we got to go to Kobo, and we got to go to the and Jeddah. It, now we got to go to the moon, and it's like, oh, like I've got I've got old mate, I've got Marin with me, or like now I've got Thingo with me, and like I've got a button to tell them to do their attack, and then I've got a button, yep. and it's the same button to tell someone else to do their attack, and I've got a different yeah, and it's like, oh, hey, now that now that Marin's joined us, maybe we should go back to Coruscant. It's like, uh, why? Yeah, what, like, like, why would I do that? Like, is the it's it reminds me of uh, I don't want to. Uh, but it reminds me when you when you get other characters in Ragnarok and you bring them in and and it's like oh they can they could it, it changes how you do this side quest in this area is like, yeah yeah uh yeah I think it's done better in this but I'm I'm not loving it it's 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 a bit it's a bit like he's my friend of the week <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like that I I'm disappointed that I'm not loving the story like I was talking to you about. Like you were asking if there was a gameplay recap before you you played, it and I was like, uh, it's like there technically is, but like if you don't, like it, it's so vague that you would really struggle to remember what it's actually showing you. Um, and so what I told you was, do what Sam and I did, which was we watched the like we went and went to YouTube, found uh, the like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order all cutscenes, the movie whatever video, and we watched the like the like last hour. Um, and that was really good. And there were moments in that which had us both crying watching this YouTube video and not seeing all the build-up. Like, but genuine, it was the, like, there was really... the, It was the poo Wookiees, wasn't it? <laughs> we, did, we, we skipped the poo Wookiees. Oh, that would have made me cry. <laughs> no, but it's the moment where, like, if you remember, like, BD's memories have been erased of his old master and he's remembering them as he's trying to show you the path and it's the bit it's the bit where Cal makes his own lightsaber on on Ilum. Mm-hmm. Like that's a whole it's a moment with BD and it's a moment for Cal, it's a whole thing. Uh and I just don't feel like they've brought the characters to the to the place where I had them before in the first game. Like and you know they kind of did that thing where it's like they went they went away you have to find them all again. Like Grease is basically the same, and that's fine. I like Grease enough. That's fine. But he owns, like he owns a bar now, and he's got more, he owns a bar more, now, more and he's got a metal arm. And, yeah. and if and you want to find out what happens with a metal arm, you should read the interlude novel. Legitimately? Yes, that's not a joke. Oh, that's that's sad. I, I mean, they, like they, they, that's Star Wars, baby. Why does C three PO have a red arm in the Force Awakens? Buy the Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens and play the ad- additional chapter that is in there to understand why. Oh, is that really a thing? Yeah. Oh my god. 
He doesn't have the red arm in any other movie, so like it doesn't fucking matter. But like, yeah, yeah. But it's the kind of thing where it's like, why doesn't Sia have more to do? Like, like she's there, but I feel like every scene she's in, like they're just getting through the dialogue. Like, there's no moment for for how big of a factor she was in the first game. She was a huge component of the first game, massive, and. I feel like every scene she's in in this, they're just trying to get to the end of the next line of dialogue. Like she's there to be like, and what did you find with this item that you brought us? Like there's a, there's a weird sort of like disconnect. I'm feeling like apparently the story gets better towards the second half of the game. I am looking forward to that happening because I don't think it's bad. It's just like not really any, not really much of anything has happened. Yeah, so and like I think it's interesting because like the the crux of the story, all of all of this High Republic stuff, all of this like the reason why the villains are there and all that stuff, mm. um, are very completely disconnected to everything. Um, yeah, and and like I don't mind dealing with the High Republic. Like that's fun. That's it's fun to deal with that setting. Oh, there's a couple of people who have like there's a droid who's been stuck for like 200 years and you reboot her and there's someone who was in a back to tank this whole time and you find them but like like that's cool and there are all these old buildings that's really neat but like at least you know like but, but there's no there's no direct connection in, like no one has a direct connection no. to, uh, to to the high republic to these characters aside from you know cal's obscene obsession with the fucking rebuilding the order um and like the the, the idea that um I don't think that's not what he wants to do in this game. Yeah, but like he he's forever referencing it as like the th- the thing that you know like oh like the order we like you know uh, he he mentions it a lot to Je- like on Jedha to Marin and he wants to continuously like serve the order and you know he's cutting off his feelings because that's what they did in the order and and like all that and like it's like I hate all that. Um, yeah, they're, they're they're tending towards him moving away from that, which I think is good, but like not fast enough. Like I need I need a. No, not 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 that, really that, any of the stories happening fast enough. That boy needs to put a fucking accelerator foot on that because he needs to get away from away from that creepy place as much as he can. Um just remember that he's he's the one at the end of Fallen Order, spoilers, who broke the holocron that had all of the force sensitive children on it. Yeah, like, I know. I know. Um uh yeah, they the, 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 there's the, there's there's a strange disconnect in between um uh, the like our our heroes and our villains in terms of like they don't really know who each other are in that way. No, um, and no. like that, and like they, that, it's like not the reason why they're fighting is a bit disconnected as well. And it's not necessarily a bad thing yet because we haven't got to the end. But like it, it kind of reminds me of, um, I, I, so I recently watched Ant Man and Lost Quantumania for the first time the other day. Okay, um, and. Uh, the fucking the guy that plays Yellow Jacket is there as oh is he, he oh because he, he, he got blasted into the quantum realm well, no, because he's fucking Modok um with his with his big dumb oh, face yeah is he yeah, 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 yeah. and I was like oh okay, like that's cool. funny and and there's there's a very funny fun. joke in that for the entire film where he's like like hey Scott like we're like enemies for life sort of thing and and Scott Lang Paul Rudd is like. Darren, <laughs> um, <laughs> because that's hilarious as a as a conceptual bit. That's very funny. Yeah, and what it, what that actually is doing is playing off in the first Ant Man movie, the main hero and the main villain, like they barely fucking know each other. 
That's a good point. Like, and they they, they meet the like the moment like the the heist the entire yeah, heist they, they meet at like the very critical point the, of the final act of yeah, the film the end of the heist is the first time they meet and then they fight at the end and like that's that's their only interaction yeah because there's this big reveal of like you know he he captures ant-man and he's like and he calls him like aha i've caught you scott lang and the reveal is like, how do you know who Scott Lang is? You two don't have any actual connection to each other. Yeah. Um, like Scott knows who he is, but... Yeah, he like, knows who he yeah. is as the guy he's stealing from, but he doesn't like know him personally. They never met. Yeah, um, just what the people have said around him. And it, it makes that interaction really strange. Mm. And it's kind of a bit like that here, where like they know each other as like, you know, you're a Jedi, you used to be in the High Republic as part of the Order... And Cal's getting his story via, you know, like force, like incomplete ghosts. flashbacks. Yeah. yeah, and 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 that's all fine. But there's no, um, there's no personal stakes really in between them. There's no personal conflict between them, um, which no. which makes it tricky to really care when they fight. Um, so I I hope that they get there with that stuff, um, because. I'm 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 digging the High Republic, um, like like in like shot in the arm. I guess that this yeah. game is getting um because I, like, I I'm glad this game found a way to not be spun up. Like it is still in that episode three four gap, but it's not intrinsically tied to like we're not getting the the levels of Easter eggs we got in the last one, like where you're on Island, which turns into Starkiller Base, like. It's not like oh, and look at look at this. This is a reference to the oh, you're on Kashyyyk. Maybe you'll see Chewbacca. Like it's not yeah. Or you, which, all, which you, you don't get see... to talk to Tarful or Saw yeah. Gerrera. It's yeah, I was, I was gonna that. say you don't meet Chewbacca, but you sure meet Tarful. Um, yeah. remember him? Um, yeah, yeah. Like, like it, 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 in this, there's finding way a way to that. to tell their own story without all of those very almost ham-fisted connections. And, and on top of that, the amount of content we've got in between three and four now is massive, right? Like we yeah. have the entirety of Star Wars Rebels. We have the entirety of the Bad Batch. We have the entirety we of- We just An had Andor. We just had Andor. We have Rogue One. We're going to get another season of Andor. Um, and I'm sure there's more that I'm forgetting. And well, yeah. like the first Fallen Order game. Um, Solo. Solo as well. Another one. Obi-Wan. <laughs> um, oh, Obi-Wan, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot in between yeah. three and four. And like, I get it. It's like an interesting period. But at some point, you're going to accidentally stand on each other's shoes. Yeah, and, you're going to run out of space. And, and <laughs> you're going to fill the gap. Them focusing on on this High Republic stuff, which is going to be expanded upon more as more Star Wars stuff comes out over the next few years, I think allows it to play in a different playground. Um, even though it is unfortunately still in that, time frame like i wish it just wasn't to begin with like i wish it was something different um yeah but like i i wished that at the time you know like i'm not saying now they now the next star wars fucking jedi game needs to be in between like eight and nine or whatever but like you know there, there is a it that was just where they've picked up i would more wholeheartedly agree with you if i didn't love being able to fight prequel era enemies in this game oh i'm so over it Oh man, Why do you always hate the things I love in this game. <laughs> only, only because like I'm looking at this and like look, I get it. I think it's 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 not so bad, you know, being able to fight all that stuff is fine, but like it's just it is just they get that they've got a they've got a they've, they've they're at a casino, right? And they've got the casino <laughs> machine and they can just keep pulling the lever except they've rigged the machine to just continuously 
like make money. Jeremy, what are you talking about? <laughs> it just feels like like I it, it feels like the it sure is the stuff I remember. Like I recognize okay, well. I recognize that. I know what that is. The droids. Yeah, but I like I like pushing B one battle droids over and they break instantly and sure. fighting B two battle droids. Like it's really cool. I I like climbing in a in a Luca Hulk and seeing the AAT tanks. Like it's cool. Like yeah, like 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 it it's cool in terms of like I just wish it was in a different game. Like I just wish it was in a game set in the prequels. Just okay. put it there. Like I don't need I I don't need these two errors to like I hate I hate the Star Wars timeline because I hate how short it is. And I hate being reminded how close everything is. Oh, okay. That's a that's a you problem. Yeah, yeah I know, <laughs> but it's also a timeline problem. It's because these eras feel like the the era of the Empire feels like it went on for a hundred fucking years, and really, it went on for like nineteen or twenty years, yeah. right? Like it it these you know there was someone who you know fucking Chewbacca lived through all of this stuff, and he's like hundred and fifty. He's like actually not that old, <laughs> like relative. <laughs> I didn't know Wookiees could live that long. It's funny. Oh yeah, he's like. There's a joke in Solo where like, like Solo mentioned something to him, and Chewbacca rolls back, and he goes like, "Like you're 105," <laughs> um, and he looks at Chewbacca and he goes like, "You look great." <laughs> <laughs> Which That's is, a good joke. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great joke. Um, uh, yeah, but like they're they're all so close together, and it's. Like it is just more droid stuff that I recognize, as opposed to like, like give me like another type of villain. Give me like a new villain. Do something like really fucking outlandish. Give me a give me a high republic like force of evil that is like a it doesn't have to be an army. Like the Bedlam Raiders. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, they're fine. I I don't enjoy fighting yeah, them, but like they're not a problem. Yeah, conceptually, yeah. like they're all right. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's just it's like the moment they're done with these. I don't know what they're going to do the third game because there's no more army for them to pick from. They'll do a third game. Yeah, it's I know. Coming. I know, but there's no additional army to look at and go. Oh, we should do that unless they do like Geonosians or like you know. You go to Camino and fight like leftover clones. Yeah, right. Like something horrid <laughs> like that. Yeah. Also, yeah. and this is like this is a, a thing, I, an issue that I have with like the Mandalorian as well. You sure go to a lot of a lot of planets and just kill indigenous wildlife, like like often, like so often. I am just killing animals that in yeah. the in their homes so yeah. many times. Mm-hmm. Innocent animals, <laughs> like like I am killing innocents. <laughs> I suppose as a as a Jedi. That's as not a great. Jedi, like but the... as a Jedi survivor, Jeremy. Yeah, so maybe, maybe he's survive. actually just a survivor of the Jedi Order because the Order was dreadful to begin with. But like, there's so many, so many animals that I have slaughtered, and then if they killed me, it is then my immediate mission again, like in the first game, to. To revenge, yeah, to <laughs> revenge them, yeah, and kill them so I can get my imaginary points back. Yeah, I don't get it. 
<laughs> like I know it's a game, but also it, like there's it makes sense that you feel this way about it, considering how you felt about the first game. Yeah, and and that's what I thought when I was playing it. I was like, oh, Jeremy's not gonna love this game. Like I like it more, but like like I don't I don't love it, and no. I like I I'm very aware that I don't love it. It's also like look, I like the stuff I like more. I like about it more is that it's more of a Metroidvania. Mm. Like, like it is like this is a Metroidvania. This is like you'll get abilities that will unlock doors that you haven't unlocked before, mm-hmm. um, which is the most Metroid ass fucking thing that you could possibly do. You know, mm-hmm. there are green doors, there are red doors. You will soon get a, you will soon get red ability, and then you will soon get green ability. Yeah. Um, and like that stuff is fine because I think it's it's. I don't think I'm going to play a lot of it after I beat the story, and like that's most games with me anyway. Um. But I think that that's a good way to make the the replayability a lot more interesting. Of like remembering that were that there were green doors that you haven't actually been back to. Mm-hmm. Um, the map is a bit easier to read now as well that I can actually use it, yeah. um, as opposed to it just being the blue and red gl- like squares. Um, mm. That I, that I do have a better understanding of where I'm going and would be able to piece it together a bit more in my head from referencing the map. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that stuff is better. Um, also, like overall stances, I think are really cool. Like I think they're like maybe the best addition in this game. Um, is the ability well, to yeah, you really get, change it you, up. You properly get the dual bladed stance, which was the biggest shame with the first game was that that was only like a single attack where you could split the lightsaber. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And now it's a full stance, and then you get a blaster, and you can use your lightsaber like a like you like you've got a cutlass yeah like you're a pirate and yeah I, I, I didn't like that one like i tried to and i was like i just couldn't it just didn't click for me that one i don't love it but yeah. sometimes i like just shooting one-shot enemies sure yeah just like walking in and just taking them out yeah um and then yeah you get your kylo ren broadsword um saber which is really good that that's the one i've been using the most it's yeah. it's so fucking sick the thing for me is that now that I've got the blaster one, which is like the single saber and the blaster, I find it, I, I, I just don't use the single saber stance nearly at all. I change a lot. I change them all out pretty frequently. Yeah. Um, but I know other people just choose their favorites and then they've got their two and they go like that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm changing it out only because um, double-ended lightsaber is so far and away better than all of the others to the point that if I ever yeah. have any difficulty, um, like like for, like I got stuck on a boss for like I died about like ten times, and I'm like oh, okay, like I'm actually like kind of struggling here. I've put it up to the second hardest difficulty. Yeah, that's um, what I that's what I've been on. Yeah, and I've I've not had a whole lot of I'm not I'm not dying often. It's the kind of thing like you got used to it in the first two or three hours, and then it was all right. I, I just started on it. I was like, if I need to bring it down. Oh I'm no, like, yeah, no, me too. But like, I died a few times in those first couple of hours. Like, first time they let me loose in Kobo. Right. Like, I was like, right. oh, I'm gonna go take on these animals. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, since then, I like calibrated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the moment I need a difficulty hit, I just pull out the double-ended lightsaber. Um, and it, it just takes it. Just it eats the boss's health so fucking quickly. Um, well, but yeah, it strikes fast. Even it if does it's weak. so many hits, and so yeah. w- when you get into damage phases in bosses, like it, it like their health just like disappears. Mm. 
Yeah, and you don't get that like, sort of overcommitment that you get with the cross guard stance where it takes so long to do an attack. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I've started to 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 min max a lot of my attacks um, with mm. the cross guard stance because I want to get the most amount of damage and the least amount of hits because it takes so long. Um, yeah. I also don't love the new thing where like enemies with a tiny bit of health will keep that little bit of health so you can do a, like a super, like a cool takedown. That's not new. Was it not? Because I'm noticing a way more in this one where like enemies will survive hits they might not have necessarily because mm. it wants me to give the option to do like a cool takedown, except I get like so overwhelmed with enemies so often that oftentimes it just it saves the enemy instead of giving me a cool thing. Right. Um, I find that sometimes it gives them that break and I hit them and it doesn't activate the cool thing, which I find annoying. Oh, yeah, like like that happens too sometimes. But, like, I've noticed it's saved enemies' lives because I've gone to then, like, I've thought I would have killed them because I know how much damage my attacks do on health bars and then suddenly they're actually still alive and they might get a shot in on me or I get interrupted and I then get interrupted again by another enemy. And then by that point, that enemy has then unstaggered themselves and they're back into mm. attacking me. And I'm sitting here going like, I, like, can I turn this off? Like, this is like, this is like a bad version of the doom. Like, um, no, like glory kill. Yeah. Glory kill. That, that's kind of what it feels like. It's like, Oh, we want glory kills in our game, but they didn't consider that maybe glory kills need to be a bit more tuned to like making sure they don't get in the way one thing I think we can agree on is that cutting off limbs is awesome. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I like to dress up my cow. I've made him look like a complete dirtbag. Yeah. It's very I, easy. I like to dress him up too. Like, it, like, it's really... They've got really good options in there. And none of them make him look nice. <laughs> uh, I've, I've, I've had a couple of outfits where I'm like, no, this is, this is good. Uh, the outfit's all right. Any change to his hair or facial hair, he looks like... Uh, he would call me slurs online. <laughs> yeah, even like his first haircut is a bit like um, it's fucking shocking. It's just, it's just a, it's just like, it's just a guy's haircut, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, but it's like it's like fucking sleaze, sleaze bagano, like ass, yeah. fucking, like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, a bit of Han Solo, a bit of bit the fonts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is funny the amount of random stuff you can get for him, like. Like there is, I, I saw it was in like an in like this Australian freelance Discord server, and they were talking about the the, the like Brunswick mustache you yeah. can give him. It's like, oh, you yeah. really can give him a Brunswick mustache. Yeah, the the, the dirty stash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm really loving this game. We are likely to do a mini disc game club episode for this one. We were going to do it uh, when when the game was going to come out, but then they pushed the game. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine um, what the game would have looked like then. Oh, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't. I, I might have seen actually what something of what it looked like because I was playing that pre-patch version. But um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll we will be talking more about this game. Um, I'm sure Jeremy's going to race ahead now. It's funny that we're we're up to the same place, and I've got literally more than double your hours in the game. Like, I've been doing a little bit of like guide work stuff on it, where I'm like must messing around with like which skills to unlock or whatever, but like not that much. <laughs> like I've done a lot of side stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of just like pressing forward. Like, as, yeah. as like, and that's, that's all, that's more yeah. often than not how I, how I play games at this point. Yeah, They're, totally. Like go for it. That's yeah. totally fine. There are not many games where I don't do that. I'm trying to think of some, but like, there's not many that really come to mind. 
Well, yeah, we I remember when we had that revelation like 12 or 18 months ago where we realized you just don't like open worlds that much or when that when they add them into your games that maybe don't need them yeah yeah <laughs> which is why i'm glad they didn't do that in this because if this was like an open world as open world i would probably not play it that would be the final yeah 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 um but yeah that's we'll we'll look forward to more of that discussion I'm sure we'll be talking more about Star Wars next week. We've been talking about Star Wars every week for weeks now. Um, yeah, I was I was better say after this is not much, but there's the new Tales of the Jedi comes out soon, and then after that, we've got a bit of a break on Star Wars. Like I'm not sure when Ahsoka comes out, but there's like there's like a bit of time in between. That's good. Which is good. That's good. Oh, I think Ahsoka's soon. Actually, I mean there is a trailer, so like it's it's at least soonish. Ahsoka release uh august okay not that soon yeah all right everyone we're gonna throw it to a break and when we come back we're gonna hear all about jeremy's time at dreamhack australia 2023 was that what it's called dreamhack melbourne but yeah yeah it was well we'll be right back welcome back to the minimap cast we predictably spoke much longer about more star wars during the break so just so bad. much more about so much more star wars we just couldn't help ourselves it's like a disease <laughs> <laughs> it's called brainworms. yeah yeah there was a there was a quote a while ago about how george lucas felt about plo Koon and about about <laughs> and about about anyone who thought plo Koon was their favorite character he said only a diseased mind would have plo Koon as their favorite character and that is how I feel about me now, just with Star Wars in general. It has given me a yeah. diseased mind. Yeah, only a diseased mind would have their username be determined by Star Wars. I can't believe how many turns I've done on that franchise. Uh, and yet... Obi there and back again. It's like so fucking many. Yeah. For a lot of my childhood, I hated Star Wars. Like for like a lot of it. You hated it? Yeah, I was like, oh, this is, like, this is shit and bad. I don't like it and stuff. And like it came back around again. You hated it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really didn't like it a lot growing up. Like, I got to about, like, 12, and then between the... Like, like my edgy, like, 13 to 16, I guess, years were, like, I hate Star Wars. Star Wars is shit. I'm, like, blah, 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 blah. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was dumb. And then you realized that you're, you were denying yourself the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That George Lucas is a, is a genius. He was. That... <laughs> he was. <laughs> He was. I was being facetious. I know, but he is. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, tell me about DreamHack. So I went to DreamHack this weekend. How was it? It was really good. It was really good. Um, it seemed good. Yes. You yeah. were on... The, my only experience of DreamHack this year were basically your tweets. Yeah. And all, all of which were some variation of you saying <laughs> esports or DreamHack has esports. Yeah. <laughs> Esport colon yeah. or like I found the esports yeah. and it was someone doing like arcade basketball <laughs> who likes keep shooting like I so so my goal for this weekend was to tweet that I found esports at DreamHack and make sure uh, that I make sure that I got everything that wasn't esports. Did you tweet that first? No, 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 no. This was a this because I think that would have helped a lot. Because as someone who has notifications turned on for you, I kept seeing these things. You have like notifications oh, yeah, turned on for me. I think I do. Yeah, that's funny and. And I and I was looking at this and I'm like, yeah, that's another joke about esports. Yeah, yeah, I just dream hack, and it was just like, like big chests in the front yard, like yeah. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. There was a archery. Yeah, so like there was a lot of stuff at this DreamHack. I guess unlike the last one, which I think is why it was better because there was actually there was a lot more to do this weekend. Like I went, I went all three days. I I didn't spend there. I didn't spend a lot of time there on Friday, um, because Friday again was like the students' day, like it was last time, where there was like panels on like, you know, uh, how to like you know from content creators about like how to do streaming stuff like for mm-hmm. for kids and exploring that world in from like the perspective of um uh, professionals i think is quite useful um but also like it also meant that like i think one of the arenas wasn't actually open for the entirety of friday because there wasn't anything on for them there um but across the three days there was at least stuff to do um so there was uh an expo hall like there was last time but there was like a, like a bit more there now um there was uh, a few main stages there was the bring your own computer stage which was now a lot closer to where everything else is so it wasn't just like in some corner that i didn't even know existed last time um right. and there was an artist alley which was good as well um so there was an entire an entire one half of one of the stadiums um in melbourne um the like the like the like the inside promenade i guess is what you would call it um, that was just like lined up with artists all the way around. So you could buy prints and keychains and, and plushies and patches and all that stuff. Um, and yeah, like the, the, the games that were at the stream hack were actually fewer than what they were last time, which was not that many, but I think it was still just an overall better convention because people weren't kind of just like sitting and waiting. Um, right. there was at least, there was stuff to look at basically everywhere you went. Um, those games where they had, uh, I think there was like I think there was a League of Legends thing, um, and there was Counter Strike was there because um, they had some playoffs, um, and a couple of other right, random stuff. Like there was like there was like like streamers tournaments and stuff where it was a bunch of streamers all playing like Gang Beast and stuff, which is like it's enjoyable yeah. to watch even if you don't care about any of this stuff because yeah. they're just entertaining people. Um, like there was there was a Just Dance playoff which I watched, which which was good fun. Um, uh yeah so like i think it it was an overall better um uh convention um there was stuff like you know like a lot of arcade machines like uh, ddr those daytona machines um but there was yeah there was like a there was a big thing of like outdoor foam archery which Mm. i was watching and i was like oh is this just going to be them like firing out into this obstacle course because that's not very fun and then halfway through then like half of them got split up and put on the other side i'm like all right yeah here we fucking go and it was and it was (laughs) i want to see blood yeah and it was dodgeball it was dodgeball with archery stuff so like they had helmets like face face shields um but it was yeah like it was big uh big bows with arrows with big foam things at the end Mm. um and there was they had a bunch of different game modes which they rolled through the weekend one of them was like if you get out you've got to go back to your line and do like five jumping jacks to run back in um which was fun i saw some dude get hit in the nuts which was hilarious um uh and like the expo hall um had uh the fighting game uh area was now inside the expo hall which is a better fit for it because it wasn't off in a separate fighting game area this Mm. was now in the middle of the expo hall stage was uh, like the expo hall area was the fighting game stage which was much better free play right next to it so you can play you know high-end pcs and all the browns all the brands surrounding it um so like like msi and asus and uh 
Western Digital. Yeah, like Intel were there. Like there was, there was like a bunch of different brands all, all trying to get you to yell as loud as you can so they can give you a plushie of a CPU. Um, yeah. Was there a, was there a, like a money, a, like a paper box, you know, nah, that, that, no, that they didn't, from Intel? They, they didn't have that this year, which I was so, I was bummed about. Cause I like, that was, I, that was a PAX thing, wasn't it? No, no, it was DreamHack last year. Um, oh my God. yeah. And I was like, I was excited. Cause like I saw it and I didn't try it cause line was too long, but like there wasn't that many people there on Friday when I went. And so I was like, Oh, like I'm going to go to the money machine. I'm going to jump in the <laughs> fucking wind tunnel and grab as many dollar bills as I can. I'm going to win a 12, 900 K or right? whatever. Um, they didn't have that this year. They had the claw machine, um, which I, which I didn't get a plushie from, but yeah. Um, what's the point? I know. Right. And like, and like the, the razor booth, uh, not razor, the monster booth, they, they're both green and black. <laughs> um, the monster energy drink booth had like speedrunners going all day, which was like a, a cool, another little thing. Yep. Um, decent. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like that, like that's for the most part, like sort of what it was. Three days of, of that stuff. So walked around all the areas it was good fun. There was there was music acts in the middle of um, in the, in the middle of the Saturday. I'm gonna show like you between like no no rounds? no no like, like like after like 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 in the evening. Um, oh okay. I'm gonna show you a video, Kerry. <laughs> a video. This I wouldn't want... be a this wouldn't be a Jeremy does a convention segment on the podcast if we didn't have some form of video yeah yeah show and tell so i sent this to my friend because i was like i can't believe what i'm seeing right now um i did tweet this so you might have already seen it (laughs) it's just them is that daft punk like yeah was that literally daft punk no Okay, so then why did you say, who is it? Well, like, for all intents and purposes, like, that's them. Like, that's what they look like. Those are their helmets, yeah. and it's their music. Yeah. That, that's like a remix of it. Um, but they had, like, proper, like, Daft Punk songs from this, like... Who were these guys? I think they're a, they're a tribute band called Discovery, which is the name of the Daft Punk album. Oh. But this is, like, the Tron music. And I looked around. So wait, what do they do when they get up there? They just hit play? Kinda. <laughs> no, like they, they were doing live mixes of it because like the, the second half of Aerodynamic that was playing was different. It was like, a, a that, that's yeah. not how the song goes. Um, For those of you listening who were there, who were listening to the podcast three months ago, that's the that's the bit of the song <laughs> on Guitar Hero I learned yeah. live while yeah, Jeremy yeah, yeah. like watched me like see The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> um, I looked around and I saw nothing but staff members, <laughs> which was so funny. <laughs> there was like, there was like 15 people there. Oh no. Everyone had left. Everyone, it was a shame because it was like, yeah, yeah like your thought fuck is good. Yeah. Um, so that's not, that's not a bad pull, honestly. I mean, it clearly no. wasn't enough of a pull for anyone, but like, <laughs> yeah, like, that's like, a pretty good pick for that audience. I feel like. Um, and yeah, like that was, and so the other thing, which I actually forgot to write down in the notes and forgot to tell you, um, the other thing that I played, um, was Counter-Strike 2. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, there cool. was, there was computers you could just walk up and go play. Like there was, there was so many computers. Did you see me like, you see me like recoiling? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Counter Strike Two. They uh, a sequel. They, they, they made a sequel they to Counter. <laughs> they made a sequel to Counter Strike. Um, yeah, look, I I don't know this game well enough to know really what the differences are. Like, I'm yeah. not I'm not that kind of guy. I played it. It looked good. It ran really yep. well. I got killed mm-hmm. a lot by the people who were around me who were much better at that game. Than <laughs> yeah, at DreamHack. Yeah, and the smoke looked good. So, like, yep. you know, volumetric, don't you know? Big thumb up. Um, oh man, I would have loved to have gotten hands on with that. Like, yeah. I, I, I had a CS:GO moment in 2015. Yeah, yeah. With um, with some old friends of mine, and so I, I would, it would have been fun to like rediscover my latent like. My my UMP like spray compensation pattern like, yeah pull on the mouse the <laughs> but like um yeah that's cool well cool yeah it was it, it it was cool it was like a cool like uh event that was like worth it now like it like because I remember like the, the first remake it was light and everyone knew it was light and I was like oh, okay mm. like and the, like, I was actually worried that they might not make it back. Because DreamHacker are a big company, and I know they know how to invest, but also there's would they <laughs> like yeah there was an easy out at that point. Um, yeah. They're back, and I'm sure they're going to be much happier with this. Um, so like yeah, it's it, it has been much better. Um, did they have any like big did, like did you watch any Counter Strike or yeah like I, I, I watched Valorant I, or I watched I watched some Counter Strike. Um, it was it, like it, it was it was enjoyable. It was good. Um, the commentators were good. Um, how were the crowds? Crowds were like, good. G- generally, like, how many people were there? Uh, there wasn't, like, like it was never full. Um, which is like, look, Rod Laver, Margaret Court, like, they're they're big. Um, yeah. But like, uh, it was never full, full. Um, I didn't see. The thing is, like, there was no like pl- like massive playoffs for larger events, so there wasn't like a everybody's going to this one right now. Yeah, like um, people are coming to DreamHack for this event, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which is hard. Like, I don't like it is yeah. hard enough throwing a games convention together, trying to sync it up with other like uh, other associations for other sports, especially happen. running it, then running it in Australia on the weekend. Like, so yeah. difficult, right? If um, they could, though, I think that would be huge. Oh, totally. And like, I reckon they can get there. I reckon they could ha- like start to have like proper. Um, like you know, Asia nationals or like mm. something like you know, like Oceania. Like, yeah. Um. So yeah, like I I think that they can get there, and I think that this this proves that there is a there is a case to be made for DreamHack to stay. Um. So yeah, like it was it was it was good fun. Great. Yeah. You've 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 sold me enough. I might try and go next year. Who knows? Like for a day. Like there are worse ways to spend a Saturday. Like it was it was good fun. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I guess finally, I've been playing a little game called Beton Brutel. I need you to explain every iota of this game to me because <laughs> it popped off on Discord the other day. I'm like, what the hell is this, and why is everyone talking about it? So, yeah, and like, and I, I got roped in. I was like, I, I saw people talking about it, and I'm like, you what saw is discourse? Yeah, yeah, I saw this. Like, what are people talking about? People are excited about a game. All right, what's this game? And I looked at it for <laughs> what, what is it? I want to be excited. About I, the game. I looked at it for a minute, and I'm like, I'll buy it. Like, I'll, I'll get in on this. It is a first person platformer. Oh, that is not a <laughs> winning combination. <laughs> um, it's a first person platformer where you need to 
like it, the world itself is this harsh, brutalist, concrete, overrun by like uh, gardens kind of world. And oh yeah, you've got a counter in the top left. It's how many meters you have jumped. Oh, this is fucking stressful to watch. Okay. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. I I I streamed about an hour of this before my internet died uh, the other day. Oh, that's I, sad. yeah, I know it's a shame. Um, I was like sweaty. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was like stressed. Oh, um, man. so that's th- fucking sick. There, there, there's a couple of like, there's a couple of things. So, first of all, th- the first game this reminded me of was um, getting over it with Bennett Foddy. Um, okay, because you don't die when you fall, there's no fall damage. Um, you and just fall, you just fall, and you better hope you fall on something that's closer than what you might fall on, which is maybe further down, and you got to jump all the way back up again. Um, oh, and all it takes God. is for you to fuck up one jump. That's all it fucking takes. Um, uh, it, and is it, it one map or is it procedurally generated? No, it's, or? it's one map and there is an end. Someone, someone, someone jumped into my chat and, and was watching after, after they've beaten it. Um, there is an end. And at that point, it's about getting there faster. Tries to replicate and build upon the parkour mechanics seen in Minecraft. Yeah, th- th- that's the other thing. This game is a game made for people like me who did hours and hours of Minecraft parkour maps. Uh-huh. It is it is all the same mechanics. It is like Oh, it, I just watched a gif of someone fall. Yeah. So so on top of that, there is another mechanic in there which is new, which is a, a you've got a vertigo meter. Oh no. And when you look all the way down or all the oh. way up, that like the field of view like shrinks in and you look up and you get tunnel vision. Something else happens. When you get too high a vertigo, yeah, you start to see things. Well, like Cthulhu, like shadow people, <laughs> and that scared the fucking shit me the first time I saw one of those. Oh my god! This game is awesome. This game is <laughs> so fucking cool. It is. It is so simple. It is. It is so. It, it, like it is such a a a cool design mm. where there's really not much else going on. You know, not even death. There's no fucking fall damage. There's no there's yeah. It is just like it is. It is just go up, and every single jump is a single meter. Right. It's like in blocks. Yeah. 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 Um, I am buying this right now. Yeah, and you can make every single jump. <laughs> That's the thing. You can make it. Yeah. No, there is no jump that you. If you can make the first jump, then you can yep. make all of them. That's the point. Yep. It's all doable. It is all doable. Um, oh, only two hundred thirty meg. My high score is two hundred and sixty-five meters. Okay. Do we know how tall the tower is? I don't know how tall the tower is. I I, I explicitly told chat not to tell me. Um. I think I thought it was higher than that. Maybe. Mm, I thought it was higher than that. My highest fall was 106. Oh, you fell 106 I meters. I fell 106 meters. It, it keeps track of oh, how high you've been, no. how high you currently are, and your your tallest and your, your highest fall. Oh. Or your longest fall, rather. Um, uh, Looking at that gif of the field of view pulling out with the vertigo, yeah. like... 
Yeah, uh, so, so, someone in the chat has mentioned Icy Tower, not unlike Icy Tower, where if you fall, like you've got to fucking just climb back up again. It is fucking so cool. <laughs> Sounds really cool. It is really cool. Um, and it's like the music is weird. The music kind of feels like a, a little bit placeholdery. Um, but like it, it's it's sometimes it's like pretty good, and sometimes it's like this doesn't really fit at all with what I'm doing. Yeah, but it is at least like um like put in certain regions and so the moment you make it past the region like you sort of get past the music and so you get another little bit of like i've made it past this bit um Mm -hmm. there's a lot of really dicey jumps um there's a lot of jumps i'm like how the fuck am i have to do that and i know like if i fuck this jump up like i'm back to the very bottom Mm. if i fuck this one up and so Mm. like you do it and then you realize you've got six more exactly like that Hair raising, yeah, how hair raising, and then, but you, the the thing is, you've made the first one, you, you've <laughs> made that jump there. You can do this, and then you you do it because you know how to do it, and it's like, do they do the thing where you got to watch for your head, where you got to make sure you don't bump your head on stuff? Uh, there's a couple of instances like that, but they are not um that they are not like gotcha moments. Okay, good. they are like part of it, and they've got a big sign with a face with a hard hat on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. There's a lot of like ducking and weaving and like climbing around parts and climbing up the outside of structures and then mm. getting to the top of the structure that you didn't realize had a roof. And then you're at the roof of that thing that you climbed up like about 10 minutes ago. Mm. Um, I played one full hour of it nonstop and got to 265 meters. And I cannot tell you how like stressed I was the entire time. <laughs> it is so good. It is so good at getting those feelings out. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool. And like there are more mechanics than just this. Like there's like water and there's um bounce pads and stuff like that. All Minecraft adjacent stuff. Um, but it's all like within the math of like I know how to read it. Um mm. and the best mechanic which which I didn't know until someone told me, which I'm telling you now because you've bought this game because you should know about this. There's a button you can press called Scout. And what that does is it gives you free cam for just oh. a small little area around you. Because oh. it's 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 not about it. The, the game uh, encourages you and wants you to know what those jumps are. It's not right. a, it's not about figuring out the jump as you're in the air, or it like is, figuring it out by failing. Yeah, it it is about knowing what it is and executing on it. That is the point of the game. And so this little scout gives you like a little radius so you can fly around in, and you press it again, and it zips you back out to your mm. body. Mm. Um, and then you can attempt the jump by knowing where the ladder is around the corner or knowing that there's a ledge that you might not have necessarily seen or just might have accidentally missed. Um, mm. Definitely recommend using that. That is part of the game and it is part of the learning. Um, mm. It is not a cheating mode. It is a, like, you should be doing this mode. It's a tool. Yes. Yeah. Um, really good. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. Bed and Brutal, really cool. Like, it came out of nowhere. Um, and, like, I was I was talking to someone who has just been jumping streams um, playing this oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, yeah, for some reason, like, only Australians. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And they were like, yeah, like, the only people that are streaming this game right now are Australians. Or, like, the only, people, so the, the only people that are streaming this game are Australians. And I'm like, that's so strange. I was like, where are you from? And they're like, Australia. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, just for some reason, like, this game has it's just got a, a small Australian following. Who made it? It seems like one person made it. I have no idea who, who made this. Jan one. Maliszczyk. I see. They made such 
games called the Heilwald Loophole, mm -hmm. The Primordial Pain, uh, and Trials of Argolis. Yeah, right. Uh, one of them has eight user reviews, uh, 13 user reviews, 134 reviews, and then uh, Bet on Brutal has 310. Nice. Yeah, go for it, Jan. Yeah, th this game is really cool. I, mm -hmm. I, and and it's, it's, it's cheap. It's like 10 bucks. Um, yep. And fucking... Official custom level support. Yeah. Yes, I, I did see that. I've not, I've not had a chance to jump into that yet. New in-game level editor using all elements found in the base game. Oh, there's a leaderboard upgrade. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, you should you oh, should you should scary. get on this. I guess. Yeah, it's good. It is yep. so stressful. <laughs> it sounds great. It is like it is like it is. I, I've I've so rarely do games evoke, um, like kind of like fight or flight in you. Like you get that sometimes in, in intense moments, like in Dark Souls or in, mm. in, in moments where there's like high stakes. This game is nothing but stakes because if you fuck it up, you got to do it all again or like a lot yeah. of it again. It's like Redfall, nothing but stakes. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Vampires. Vampires. Nice. Great. Well, thanks for thanks for the sell, Jeremy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm kind of scared to load that up now that I've downloaded it. But you know, you make you make your, you download your bed. Now you have to sleep in it. Yep, that's what they uh, say. That that's what it is said many times, often, frequently. Don't look that up. Uh, hey, everyone, it's the end of the podcast. We made it. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Uh. What what I'm looking at this outro and I and I just said a couple of things that like are redundant now, so I don't want to read them over, but now I'm getting lost. <laughs> yeah. Um we'll be back next week, as we are every week. Uh, but we'll be back to talk about um the topic that we thought was gonna be this week, but we filled it up a bit instead, uh, which is the best shopkeepers in games. We're gonna be discussing them, talking about them, ranking them, maybe. I don't know. Uh so be sure to check that one out. Uh pardon me, the best way to make sure you don't miss that episode is to follow our social media accounts. That's at MinimapAU. Uh, you can follow us individually as well. Uh, Jeremy, where can they follow you on Twitter? Uh, at obi one cheers. And you can follow me on Twitter at KJPalmer underscore 24. Uh, you can also head to minimap.com.au for absolutely everything else Minimap related, uh, including the Minidisc podcast. So uh, look forward to our Star Wars Jedi Survivor recording of that. Uh, and uh, also our latest article on the website. It's up there. For those of you that are live with us on Twitch, stick around. We're about to start the post show. For those of you listening later, make sure to give us those oh-so-tasty five-star ratings. It helps out a lot, and consider joining us next week for the live show. Uh, lastly, if you wanted to support us on Patreon, if you want to help keep the lights and mics on, you could do that by heading on over to patreon.com. Pardon me, let me say that again. Patreon.com slash minimapau. And for five Australian dollars, you'll get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the Minimap cast, as well as some more benefits, all while helping us out greatly. Uh, those extra benefits are like we discussed earlier in the in the show. That's we're recording a an old E3 reaction. Uh, our post shows go up as a recording there, like last week where I read the Pokemon Platinum physical guide out to to chat. That was fun. Um, so yeah, check that out. 
if you want to give us, chuck us a couple of bucks. We'll be back next week with some uh, what you're buying. And until then, uh, stay safe. Have a good week. We'll see you then. Bye.